obviously, coming in Aleph, in Beis, there was Mamish, it was fire about Mashiach. It was Behemshech to the Sicha of Nayach, in Beis, in Adavar Tolil, Mashiach Tzedkeinu, that we made a Cheshven Tzedek, that even if someone's missing something, each Prati, when we inside the clothes to get into Mashiach, nothing's missing. And then came Bab Cheshven, the Yechidus, the Rabbat Chaliyahu, the Rebbe says, Mashiach's already here. Just a tzarich tishchavato bifnim, like I said, you have to bring him in. And then the Rebbe said to the famous video CNN that they asked, "What's the message to the whole world to do more acts of goodness and kindness to base Cheshvan?" Then comes Vayera, which the Rebbe says, "Siyum Mulchemes base David, Chayali base David, and his galus Mashiach. That's already his galus Mashiach." Then Chav Cheshvan Tavshinu base. There was Kuntus base Avinu Shuv Babu, and it says over there about 770, and that the Rebbe's Mashiach. And then the fat, the whole kach of the kiddush shluchim was lahavu meisam mashiach. So was it like an unexpected thing? Was it something which like taka we knew there were talks of mashiach? But what was the sicha? Was the sicha like a bomb? Was it like oh, it's a shock, or something which was actually expected? Didn't expect that it would be such a Indian. <clears throat> Thank you very much, and that's a very very good question. I want to start off by explaining something. From the other side, I heard a shear this week from Rabbi Simon Jacobson, who was the one that actually wrote down the Siches after the Fabregin. It was from the Chaver Fad to write the Siches. And he said a very, very interesting thing that in the Siches of the later years, the Rebbe was expecting the Hasidim, and especially those which were writing the Fabregin, to know a lot based on what he said previously. The Rebbe didn't lay everything out. Sometimes they would finish the Fabrengen and they would spend the whole night together trying to figure out so what was the main Akuda? Because the Rebbe just was basing it and they had to figure out what was the main theme? What did the Rebbe really want from the whole Fabrengen? And then they would figure it out, write it and the Rebbe was Magia it. The exception to that was Chayesora Tov where the Rebbe started off the Fabrengen, said, listen, this is the Psicha of the Kinos, and we are going to be talking about Kabbalah's Premashiach Tzidkeinu, our Shlichus. In my feeling, there's something that the Chassidim were waiting for, and something that the Rebbe knew that he had to deliver. The Rebbe has a very, very unique army. The army, in order to function, has to receive its commands from the commander-in-chief. But the Rebbe set up his army that he speaks on Shabbos, and his Hasidim, they're Shoimer Shabbos. So therefore the Shluchim cannot hear their commander-in-chief speak. It's a very interesting way of communication. The Melech speaks and the Am can't listen. So of course people in Kron Heights heard it, the Bochrim heard it, but the Rebbe's hands and feet are the Shluchim. And can you imagine, you're a shliach in the city, and you start hearing secondhand that the Rebbe is starting a new campaign. We all know a shliach is busy, the fabrengen, reading a fabrengen on a, even a mugadik asicha, middle of the week, doesn't give you that same chayis as hearing it from the Rebbe. They started hearing rumors, the Rebbe wants Moshiach, doesn't want Moshiach, people's the Rebbe said this, the Rebbe didn't say this. I heard from so many shluchim that they felt that the Rebbe now since Chav Ches Nisan Tav Shinon Aleph was after the Kinos HaShluchim Tav Shinon Aleph, this is the first time since the Rebbe started the Mashiach campaign that the Rebbe could speak to his Shluchim directly. What do I want from you? Now you heard it from someone else. Now you read it on a paper. They were hoping to come to the Fabrengen and that the Rebbe should make clear without any suffix and svek sveka. We are your Shluchim. We want to do what you want. Tell us, Rebbe. What do you want from us? And the Rebbe did exactly that. The Rebbe left no... You know, he didn't leave it for interpretation. The Rebbe made it very clear. And I want to say, the Rebbe knows, because the Rebbe sees the future, that not only is the Rebbe speaking to the Shluchim in Tav Shinon Beis, the Rebbe knew that comes Tav Shinon Gimel, he wouldn't be speaking to the Shluchim. This is the one time where the Rebbe is going to be speaking to the Shluchim, and it should be unequivocal. What do I want from you? And that's exactly what the Sicha and the Fabrengen was and is. The most clear oisios to the Rebbe's army, direct, 
Not through cliche or cliche. My dear army, my dear shluchim, my dear chassidim, this is what I want from you. So to me, that's the uniqueness of this sicha, because it's the only fabrengen from all the sichas of the Dvar Malchus, where the Rebbe is speaking directly to his foot soldiers, directly to his army, and giving the command in the most clear way possible. Thank you very much. Um, I didn't say this previously, but we should try to be it under five minutes because sometimes it's more, but let's try as much as we can within that uh, time limit. So we just heard how this sikha is taka a bomb to the, everybody, yeah? So, uh, Wolf, in your words, what is the major chiddish of the sikha? Well, we always know, we always said this throughout all the years that, yeah, everything's from Mashiach, is to bring Gula. So what's the new Chiddush in this Sicha, which we come and say, what's the Chiddush of the whole Fabrengen and the whole Sicha? So first of all, it's so nice to be here with all of you. My, my being, uh, my working. What's, what's what's going on? Oh, Azoi. Okay, better. All right. Let me turn it on. On. Okay. It's a good question. And the reacts, and I enjoy hearing you so much. Usually we only do it on Zoom. Yeah, <laughs> So, um, to hear that, one of the, one of the highlights of the Sicha is that there is, that all of the Rebbe the Sicha takes the entire Yiddishkeit and from all of history and, and unifies all of history into one Shlichus. It starts with Eliezer as being the first Shliach and then it intensifies with Moshe Rabbeinu as the shlichus of like really, 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 really taking it to, the, to, a, to a whole new level of realizing the purpose of creation, of bringing the world to its ultimate shlemus and its perfection, the unification of the Ebishter and the world, the unification of heaven and earth. And then from that shlichus of Moshe Rabbeinu comes, it stretches from Moshe Rabbeinu in the beginning of the shlichus until Moshiach Tzedkeinu is the completion of the shlichus. So we're thinking, of, we're talking about over 4,000 years of one shlichus. And what's the shlichus? The shlichus is to connect the world to the Ebershir. That's the shlichus. So to hear from the Rebbe, that right then and there, at that moment, that shlichus is completed. And now it's a new Indian that is crazy. Imagine that. You have 4,000 years. You have, you have a continuation. And this includes everybody. All the generations and all the Rabbeim and all the Tanoim and all the Nevi'im. And going back, not even to, to Matan Torah, going back to Eliezer Eved Avram, who's going as a shliach to make the marriage of Yitzhak and Rivka. That's where it's starting the idea of shlichus. And it runs through the shlach nabi atishlach of Moshe Rabbeinu, the Ebrister sends him as a shliach. And he, he, and Moshe Rabbeinu kind of, you know, attaches himself to Mashiach. It's one Indian, Mashiach and Moshe. And Mashiach, and Mashiach is going to complete it, right, through all of us, because we're, and the Rebbe sweeps everybody up into that shlichus. Every yid is swept up. Chassidim for sure. And Bevadai shluchim of the, of, the, of the Rebbe for sure. And it's all that one shlichus. And then the Rebbe says, that's over. Anayin Indian. There is something. Now, obviously, what is being asked now is connected and a derivative of. It's like a, 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 a child, a tolda of the shlichus that was given till now. But it's still a naya Indian. That is, that is wild. There's no greater revolution. It's a shift and a change and everything. In other words, what the Rebbe is saying is the attachment that we've been working for to attach the Abraham to the world is finished. We attached it. Now what? Now we have to go and uh, get ready for the revelation of it. Now we have to go prepare ourselves to be Mechabal, Pnei, Moshiach, Tzachem, 
with all the layers of meaning that that means, just to receive it. And this is this this is this is this is this is really 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 new and massive. And if you miss this point, you're missing a, a we're, we're missing a, a, a major major. Uh, not just major, we're missing, we're missing everything. Because right now, that that is finished, and we're starting now another phase in the entire Jewish experience of Torah Mitzvah, of Yiddishkeit. Something else is happening right now. Thank you, Well, Next question I'd like to, to direct to absent. Not the whole Harichus. But a little Nakuda, how did Bakhlaal Kinasashluchim, a little word, how did Kinasashluchim Bakhlaal work? Like, what is Kinasashluchim? Not Bakhlaal Pratim, but in short, what, what, what happened Kinasashluchim throughout the years? A little overview. We have to understand that seemingly Kinasashluchim is a very, very anti Afatis Hamayonis, Afatis Ayahadis idea. A soldier should be in the front, doing his work. Can you imagine what's going, go, going to go on this Shabbos? There'll be hundreds of Bati Chabad, where their rabbi is not there. If we're, how are we going to be successful in our job if we're bringing in, we're calling in all the troops? So what's the seichel behind the Kinos HaShluchim? What's the idea of the Kinos HaShluchim? Well, the answer is very, very poshit and it's self-understood when you think about it for a moment. There's a huge difference between a shliach and a kirov worker. A kirov worker is to give over kirov. They're going to do spread Yiddishkeit, Torah and mitzvahs. And even they, people that do kirov, they need to get a recharge sometimes because when you're busy giving, you could dry up. Not only can you dry up, you could get into a mode where you think that you belong in the place where you are. The biggest success of a shliach, of a rabbi, is when he realizes that I don't belong here. I'm here to be mashpia, and if I'm not giving, I really shouldn't be here. But when you live somewhere long enough, you get comfortable. It becomes a place where you feel that you are part of the place. So therefore, you go back and you recharge and focus. In shlichis, it's be'ein aroich more. A shliach is not just selling Yiddishkeit. A shliach is representing the Rebbe. And therefore, A, his iskashros has to be stark because he has to be giving and connected to the Rebbe. In addition to that, the shliach has to be selling what the Rebbe wants him to sell now. It has to be current because the Rebbe is always opening up new sha'arim. He has to be in touch with the fresh waters. So the Rebbe knows, and Chassidim and the Hanhala of Merkez Yanichinoch realized that the best way that the Shluchim could be Matzliach, to be Shluchei Shalodim Kemoisoi, is if they get in touch with the Meshaleach. So the Kinos HaShluchim actually is the biggest enhancer of Afotis Ayadus, Afotis Amayonus, and spreading the word of the Rebbe, because they're getting back to their own source. They're realizing who they really are. They're not a rabbi in a shul. We're shluchei shalotim kemoisei. And they go back charged with the message that the Rebbe gives them today. Now, at the beginning, it was just a group. I saw the picture, and if Rabbi Kalmanson was able to make it, fortunately something came up, he couldn't make it. There's a picture of Rabbi Kalmanson on the bleachers. There used to be bleachers in the back of 770, the first kindles. There's like 60 people. They just fit on the bleachers of 770. You see Rabbi Kalmanson there. That was the whole kinos. You know, it was a local American kinos. And they were kaveh at Rish Chodesh Kislev, Shabbos Mavorchim, in honor of the, and celebrating the Hatzola and the Refu of our Rebbe. But then, after, by Tavshim Ches, after they decided to make it Oilomid, the Rebbe was mourning, and they wanted to give the Rebbe a big chizuk. So it's not just that the children are coming from America, it became Kinos HaShluchem HaIlomi, where the Rebbe has his children, his soldiers back, and it only got bigger from there. And the Rebbe gave a lot of his yachsus to the Kinos. For example, the Fabrengen of the Kinos HaShluchem 
was the official opening of the kinos. It wasn't, it was like a very key part of the kinos hashluchim. And the Rebbe was very much misyaches to the shluchim coming, and it was tremendous nachas ruach. The Rebbe is inviting back his family to spend a Shabbos with him. Yeah. Said before, Kalmanson uh, couldn't make it mitzvahs, but one of the questions is, how was the feeling by the Febringen and coming out of the Febringen? How the feeling of Febringen? You could look at the sicha and you could already imagine that it's crazy. It's mind-boggling. After that Febringen, there's actually a letter which the Shluchim wrote shortly after. They wrote to, straight to the Rebbe, and I'll read it. It's crazy, mind-boggling. The Shluchim and Pashat. Asking the Rebbe to bring Mashiach. This is the following words. We're pushing, begging, and asking the Rebbe, coming with a, a scream and a geshrei, Admasa, based on the Rebbe, many times you finished all the Inyanin, to do even more stronger from strength to strength. And we're coming with a tanya. The Rebbe says, "Asinu eshlichuscha." We like we ready to do shlichus. So it came time that you should do your shlichus legally. Sonu migolus amar azet take me amamish now. And because we're mekayin divrei anavi, look searching. Bikshu es avaya lekem as dam malkum searching after Mashiach. So we're pushing, begging the Rebbe to do a shlichus legally. Sonu and they sign up letter. Yichiad neim eim abinu malcham Mashiach. But following the next question, this directed to Rabbi Absin. Didn't the Rebbe tell us, Fosiligani, that the goal of our generation is to bring Mashiach? So what is the real Chiddush? In other words, even before Fosiligani, as I mentioned before, is to bring the goal, and the Fidika Rebbe already said that polish the buttons, only Zinyanin. So what's coming the Rebbe being Mechadish when the Rebbe says that our Vodah is Lekabel Pnei Mashiach Tzidkei? So I would like to divide this thing in a few nekudos. I have only five minutes to answer, so we'll try to keep it within the framework. The Rebbe Ambassador in Yutzva Tavshin Yeralev, he said that the minig is that when there's a new CEO, they come out with a announcement, they come out with a chroza, a public statement. And the Rebbe said his public statement that Avas Hashem, Avas Yisrael, and Avas HaToyra are really one thing. But Yutzva Toshnir Alev, the Rebbe laid out his vision for America, his vision for the world, his vision for the generation. This is what we're going to do. Like anyone that makes a building, before you even start building, there is the architectural plan. This is what it's going to look like. And then what happens is, the people, one guy, let's say I'm building a house, this building. So then the next day the plumber comes, he does his little detail, then the builder comes, does his detail, pours the cement. They're all doing their prat, but the one that owns the building, the one that owns the property, the one that's holding the blueprints, he knows the general picture. Balav Davke, do the people working know what the general picture is? I was hired to put in lights, I'm putting in lights. What's the final product? I don't care. I'm hired to put in doors, I'm putting my doors. There's only one person that really is focusing on the general picture. As the building is taking shape, now everyone can see what's really going on. I remember when the Tzimus Hashem Museum was going up. We were kids in Crown Heights, so there was obviously an old building there for years. Then it was taken down, and then slowly the building was going up. Everyone, the kids were discussing, how is it going to look? What's it going to be? What's it going to be? It's Mamish next to 770. And all of a sudden, slowly, slowly, it's starting to take shape. You begin to see, this is, this is what it was, this was the plan. At a certain point, you cannot say anymore that I'm just doing the electric. When the building is at its completion, you have to know the purpose from the very beginning. You have to be part of it. At the beginning, when the Rebbe said that he's weird Dor Ashvi, I want to tell you, read the Maimur Basi Lagani, what you walk out is, yeah, Moish Rabbeinu brought the Shechina Lamata, the Rebbe is going to bring the Shechina Lamata. That's our job, to allow the Rebbe to bring the Shechina Lamata. Let's not get in the way. At the very least, no Chayta Egon. Let the Rebbe bring the Shechina Lamata without breaking the Luchas. That's pretty much our job. Let's not do the Chayta Egon. 
Now, especially since Chav Chesnissen, the Rebbe is saying it's not enough that I'm doing my job. You have to be in tune with the Kavona. Everything you do is not just to allow me to do my shlichas. You have to be fully invested in my work. If you look at the Loshan of the Rebbe in this Sicha, the Rebbe says, in order for Moshiach to do his shlichas, he needs us to be mekabal him. By us being mekabal Moshiach means we're in tune and sync when we realize where we're doing it together, that this is our mission, then the Rebbe can do his shlichas. So Basi Lagani is the advanced plan. Basi Lagani, Tavshin Yudalev, is the Rebbe telling us what the vision is, but mainly what he's going to do. Not every shliach that went out to Detroit, to uh, Los Angeles, any city, Cincinnati, Lav Davke, were they thinking, oh, this is Boshit bringing the Shechino Lamata. I'm doing my shlichas. The Rebbe has the big vision. The Rebbe has the architectural plans. He knows what everyone's doing. Not shot that everyone realized that they were part of the global thing. From this sicha, the Rebbe is making clear that we, what we do, we have to realize this is part of the general kavana, and we have to realize that the shlichas that was started then is finished. Our goal is to tie it all together to bring it with kabolas pnei Mashiach tzedkei. This question directed to Rabbi Wolf. What does it mean? What does it mean that this is the only shlichus left? Doesn't mean that we stop all other activities of Mitzrayim. In other words, if I'm going to say and someone's going to put on tefillin, but he doesn't want anyone to be associated with Mashiach, so it's not a tefillin. From the other hand, could you, let's say, say that just doing mitzvahs without Mashiach is like when you're painting a wall, so you're painting a yellow, so you paint another layer of yellow. Could you say that Chas Vashon was doing on the mitzvah? Or, because compared to that, maybe you would say that Dafka and Yonah Mashiach is the, painting a new thing over that, making a Bishlemus, or doing a mitzvah is just, it's just adding, it's not yourself, I've already finished everything, so it's not really doing uh, much. Does it, Dafka have to be, you know, open fun? The Rebbe, the Rebbe addresses the Vedish in the Sikha that, that we're doing everything else. So the Rebbe is not recommending necessarily Nayan Yonim. The Rebbe is saying everything we've done in spreading Torah and Yiddishkeit and spreading Chassidus but it has to be permeated, it has to be really felt, and it has to be obvious that this is all leading to Kabbalah's name Mashiach that came on. I today spent many hours on an airplane. And um, you, some of you probably have been flying also here, there. Um, so what I knew is I have to get to Cincinnati. I know I have to get to Cincinnati, and I booked a ticket. There was a layover, there's no direct flight, at least that I found from Los Angeles to Cincinnati. I had to go through Chicago. So I know I'm going to Chicago, and, and, and the truth is when I went to the airport, I come out, didn't know where's my first flight. I just know I have to get to Cincinnati. But then there was a stop in Chicago, so I have to catch the flight to Chicago. And you would expect that when I'm getting on to the, on to the, to book the ticket and to do the whole procedure, that I would get a lot of information or a lot of sense that I'm flying to Chicago and then I'm connecting to Cincinnati. But that was not my experience at all. When I booked the ticket, the thing that I felt and that I saw immediately is that I have to wear a mask, okay? Check that you know that you have to wear a mask. Check that I, I'm gonna wear a mask. Then, when I went to get the boarding pass, also on the phone, and I wanted to click that I'm checking in, first I booked the ticket, then I'm checking in, Facial coverings is a must, you must wear a mask. Check that you wear, and not wearing a mask is a federal violation. Check that I wear a mask. Okay, then I come to the airport, dropped off by the airport. Wait, I forgot. When I took a, a ride and I ordered a lift today in the morning, they gave me three warnings that I should stand outside, and when I'm standing outside, this is a five minute, I just woke up, it's a total, I figure out when I'm gonna die. And, and what do I get? You have to wear a mask. And in, okay, so then I come to the airport and outside signs, I have to wear a mask. 
And then when I'm standing and waiting to catch the flight, and I'm trying, I actually, I'm trying to daven in the airport, because I know by the time I get here, it's going to be already after chutz. Whatever, I'm trying to daven a little, little bit of time, and they're hacking and chiming on the loudspeakers, like every five minutes, federal law, not to wear the mask. And then we got onto the plane. Every single person in charge of that flight had to convey that you have to wear a mask. Whether it was the pilot who said that we might end, if, if you don't comply, we want to get to Chicago without having to stop anywhere else. So you better, you know, so if you want to get to Chicago, you wear the mask. And then the students, the, the flight attendants, are also going around and, and, and saying that again and, and again. So I knew, and, this, and it happened twice, because I had one flight to Chicago and the next one to Cincinnati, and the entire time it was the mask. So I know one thing. They want every American, whatever, I'm not, I'm not going into the intentions of why they're doing this, why, where, and when, but they want you to know one thing, that you got to wear a mask, you got to get your face covered. The Rebbe is saying to us that any person who sees us, meets us, meet, every single thing is screaming Mashiach. Mashiach is the message. Mashiach is the Indian. So what does that mean? If you're giving chalas to someone for Shabbos, there has to be somehow in that communication a sense of Mashiach. What is shoifer? Shoifer shal Mashiach. Why, as, a, as a shliach, you're doing all these in Yonim. You bring shoifer, it's Mashiach. Matzah, geula, not the geula only from Mitzrayim. The geula of Mashiach. Hamantashen, you've got to get a little creative. How Hamantashen is also Mashiach. Latkes, a Mashiach latke. How? I don't know. But somehow, latkes, yes, yeah, shemen. Latkes is oil. Oil is the gilu of Pnei The rosin that is going to be revealed when Mashiach comes. Every single thing that you're doing must be saturated. It has to be filled with Mashiach. So if someone comes to your Chabad house and you meet Yidin on the street, they know that they're going to get at least 10 Mashiach messages. And it's not something that you're even trying to do. It's something that happens automatically. Because Mashiach is so bubbling inside of you. Mashiach is so your identity that every single thing, it, 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 it keeps on popping out of you because that's your Chayas and that's your life. I'd like to direct to you an additional question. Oh. And no, you thought I had a choice. <laughs> <laughs> can you uh, yeah. can you tell us any activities which were done directly as a result from this sikha which you know about? If not directly from the sikha, the hemshuk was a You mean back then? Back then. Back you then know? I wasn't that much I was, you know, still nibbling in Lubavitch, which days I was there, but not there below the nefesh to be I wasn't within the Indiana. I was I, I, I was seeing it, and I, we were, I was part of, I got caught up in the frenzy, but I didn't yet see myself kind of as inside, within, to, to, to know the insides, what was going on on a bigger scale. Um, so, you know, Lubavitch, from the outside, Lubavitch was going crazy with Mashiach. That, that definitely was happening. And, and I was in it, and everybody else looked at me like I'm wacko that, at that time. But... But again, to say concrete pool is probably Rabbi Yaltsin can answer that better than me. We'll get to Rabbi Yaltsin in a second. <laughs> but you remember exceptionally this sicha? Or no, like I don't before? remember exceptionally this sicha. You don't remember? No, I, I remember Bechlo. I, remember I was living in Muncie then, it was right after my chasana. We were there, I was there for a few months, and then the Chavzai and others. So we were, you know, it was just, a, it was in a sense a little bit of a fog, because all this was just coming so intensely, and it was getting more intense from week to week. But. So back to the question, just yeah. to add a little detail. So someday, Parshish Chayesara, the Rebbe, came out of mind the Rebbe to Shalom Ber Volpa, which was a long time printing a sefer about Mashiach, and the Rebbe reframed him from printing it. And then the Rebbe wrote the following, Niskabel, Tach, Tach, and he should bring back a sefer when it's Mechurach, and Mamashal Sviyas Svatsa, so that's before the Sicha. And then the Rebbe in the Sicha, Says that it shouldn't be just Lahavi, Yemaisa Mashiach, Yomim Mirabim. It should be that comes take it from Miyad Mamish, the Kilo. It's, it's not that we're starting the polis. It's actually going to come from Yemaisa. So, what was the polis, which, if I have some, if, if you remember anything, which was a direct result? Or Bechlawis in that Kufa of Numbiz? There are two different types of fog. You know, one is you can be older, just not yet within. At the time that this sikh was said, so I was uh, 10 years old. 
So it's a different type of fog. It's a pure fog, but Lav Dafke, I was able to connect what people were doing specifically because of the Sicha. But there's no Shaila that kids growing up in Crown Heights, Moshiach was in it to win it. Everything, I mean, you name it, was the summer camps. It was every day in yeshiva that the Malamdim, the Mesiba Shabbos, the signs that were going up, the passion that was going around. We were, we knew that that's it, Moshiach is coming. It was so real, it was so anticipated, and it was so expected, and it was so bipshitus. So I can't point out and say, I, I know I remember people doing this because of this sicha, but I do remember for sure the koch was just, it was so intense, you could not ignore it. It was impossible to come to Crown Heights or to meet a Lubavitcher chassid or a Lubavitcher kid and Mashiach didn't hit you in the face. It's impossible. It was impossible at the time. We'll continue with Rabbi Atzim. What What's the connection between Kabbalah's plan Mashiach to Pearl Mamish to Limud in Mashiach? How Kabbalah's plan Mashiach, maybe Kabbalah's plan Mashiach means I say Shalom Aleichem, Allah Rabbi, Mashiach's coming. And uh, you know the famous thing that uh, in Tanya it says, "How do you call to the Eibushter?" So it's not the people which are kaidei Abba Abba, which shine tata tata. It's a real shine Abba Abba tata tata. But the real way to call the Eibushter is through Torah. So I think I already a little answered the question before even asking it. But I would like to hear Perachava more from Rabbi. So to, to frame the question, to make sure that we're all on the same page with what the question is, the Rebbe makes very clear that our job is Kabbalah's Pnei Moshiach Tzidkenu, and the Rebbe says that, that everything has to be permeated with Moshiach, and then the Rebbe adds the, the words, that especially when it comes through Limud Gulu Moshiach, that that has to be the, the Gulu Moshiach. So what's the connection between Limud Gulu Moshiach and Kabbalah's Pnei Moshiach Tzidkenu? So I want to take a minute to explain what's the difference between Mifzu Moshiach, especially based on this Sicha, and any other Mifzu of the Rebbe. Mifzu Tzvilin is very specific. This person can say, I don't believe in God, but I, for you, I'll put on tefillin, Rabbi, for your birthday. You know, this Bochum to have this birthday every Friday. And for your birthday, I'm going to put on tefillin. I don't believe in God, but you want me to light Shabbos candles? Okay. I don't believe in God. You want me to put up a mezuzah that makes you feel good if I have a mezuzah? Gesundheit. hate. That's a mitzvah, man. It's perfectly okay. If a guy says that I will don't believe in what you're saying, Rabbi, I'll do it for you. Mifzah Moshiach is very different. Mifzah Moshiach, to be mekabel Pnei Moshiach Tzidkenu, which the word Pnei shows that you're looking for a Pneimius of Moshiach Tzidkenu. Why didn't you say Lekabel Moshiach Tzidkenu? It's a much deeper Indian over here. The Rebbe wants us to change our whole world view. Our whole vision and our whole understanding and our whole way we perceive the world has to be different. Our machshava dibra maisa have to be elevated. I want to tell you a story, a gishmak maisa, which I enjoy saying, because I think it really brings out the point, that there was one time some of the Talmidim of the Magid of Mizrich, that they wanted to see Eliyoh Novi. So the Magid told them to, you really want, go to Poland, this in this city, this in this date, the Poritz in that village is going to have a birthday, and all the other Paritzim are going to come to visit him. If you count the wagons, there'll be 20 wagons. Go to wagon 13. Elio Anovi is going to be there. He's going to be dressed like a Paritz, but it's Elio Anovi. So they go there. Sure enough, they wait and they fast. They go to the mikveh. They dance on their head. And sure enough, the wagons come. They go to wagon 13. And they say in Polish, Sholem Aleichem, Elio. 
and uh, the, the pote sitting in the wagon starts yelling at them, what are you saying, get out of my wagon, I don't want to hear from you. They run home to the market, all rejected, and they say, Rebbe, you sent us to some puyer, a real, real Polish puyer. So he says, no, it was Eliyahu Novi. So, so why did you, why did he throw us away? He says, what language did you address him? He says, well, we said in Polish, you know, Shalom Aleichem. And the Maggid said, as do veis, as do shteis far Eliyahu Novi. On the rest in Polish, chaval. If you know you're standing in front of Eliyahu Novi, how is it that you're speaking Polish? You should speak in Lashin Kodesh, Yiddish. Why are you speaking Polish if you know Eliyahu Novi is in front of you? Kabbalah's play Moshiach Tzidkenu means we know that Moshiach, the Rebbe, is in front of us. And therefore, our Machshava is Yiddish, our Dibur is Yiddish, and our Mais is Yiddish. It's not Polish. I don't mean the language of Yiddish as much as the Dixich Ois. It's a Shinoi in our Machshava, Dibur, and Mais. The only way that we can actually change our mindset, our perspective, is through learning. Pashat Begashmias. Learning, only about learning about something, can you actually get into it and understand it and change your perspective. You can't get persuaded by doing as much as by understanding. You can't realize that you're standing in front of Moshiach and Moshiach is here without learning about what Moshiach is and therefore you're going to change your machshava dibra maisa. And Torah, the Rebbe says, has a koyach to change us anyways. Even if we're out in the godless mentality, the koyach of Torah, Torah has this special koyach to change our machshava. So therefore, being that we are Kabbalah's play Moshiach Tzidkenu, is to change our machshava, dibur and maisa, our whole view of how we live our life. The only way to do that is by learning about Moshiach. following question to the wolf. This is a mamish, this is a sikha which anyone who's willing to sikha, sabart sikha in the region, how the Rebbe is speaking not just to the shluchim, the Rebbe says that the, the whole beginning of the sikha is that the Moshe Zeichet the Shliach, Klaus says, Shlach Mabiyat Tishlach, doesn't say Shlach Mabiyat Moshiach. So you see, even Moshiach is identified as a Shliach. So, and then the Rebbe continues connecting everything to Moshiach, that the Alpian Neida, that's a Zera, he said that he's David. So, is identifying, uh, identifying Moshiach, I'm sorry for my English. Part of Kabbalah's Pnei Mashiach. Is it part of being the Kabbalah Pnei Mashiach Tzidkenu? Or is it something different? Is it something separate? Kabbalah's Pnei Mashiach, you don't need such good English, we just explained. That's from the Yiddish. There's definitely quite a few layers in Kabbalah's Pnei Mashiach Tzidkenu. Make the argument that Kabbalah's Pnei Moshiach Tzedkenu is exclusively um, identifying the Rebbe as Moshiach and just keeping that as the narrow definition of it. And that would mean that this is this and, and only in this verse, they think the entire Shlichus, I think, is, 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 is um, a little too extreme and, there, and, 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 and keeping many people who would be able to identify with the Sikha but not and want to connect to it, but are not ready for something so intense. I do believe that if someone is permeated with Mashiach, and with, 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 with a real koch in it, and he he's oisik in it, and he spreads, and, and, the, and the message over here in the broader sense is that people should prepare themselves for the Yizgalos of Mashiach, and so on and so forth, and to be in a more spiritual state, definitely it's in, in sync and in line with the Sikha. But to say that it doesn't mean identifying the identity of Moshiach. And only that, I think, is a very di big disservice to the Zichah and really missing the point because there's a very, very strong mashmois. Not just mashmois, is a very... It's mamish he stated openly, even though I, I didn't hear Rabbi Jacobson's um, share when he said that Rebbe took out the line that we that that we that that we have to go out and tell everybody that is Moshiach. The Rebbe edited that, but yet I want to take you into some of the words that Rebbe say over here, which to me is clear that it's undeniable that even though the Rebbe can't tell us befeinish that that's that's that that's what I want you to do, but that's what the Rebbe is implying very very strongly from the notion. What's the idea? What does the Rebbe say? 
Rebbe is saying that what? That we finished already all the Avoida. We're holding in a special time. We finished already all the Avoida. Vadayim loibo. The Mashiach didn't come yet. Everything was done. We're holding already after all the Shlichas is done. Fine. And Mashiach didn't come. Therefore, what does the Rebbe say? It seems like there has to be one more Indian. That's a Goloshan over here. What's the Goloshan over here? See, this one I had a different one that I was using before. Darf min Zogin, you have to say, Asis noch geblieben episutan. There is something that needs to still be done with the bringing the Gevul of the Poil. That's going to bring Mashiach. Okay, and the Rebbe says, if das is, what is that we have to do? And the Rebbe starts telling us that what? So, well, let me stop it. The Rebbe says that since it's known that there is a person, someone who's Mizera based on it, that he is the one, whatever, and he's always ready, right? Uh, that there has to be someone. And now that we have the Hoidah of the Rebbe, who is the only Mashiach in the generation, and the only Shlich in the generation, and he's told us that we've done everything, right? So, therefore, it's understood as the ancient Zachmas is, it's the Gibbon, and the Avodah Shlichas is to Makamazan Pnei Mashiach Tzitkein of the Poyal Mamish. Okay, so I just want to share with you two or three diukin, small little things. If we're going to learn, like Yesh Oimbrev, some want to say that the Rebbe is not saying at all this idea that Kabbalah's Pnei Mashiach means an identifiable human being, that you are ready to receive him. But it means just a general idea that Mashiach, that Mashiach is coming and we have to be ready. Then what, 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 what is necessary, this whole thing, that, that there is someone that, 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 is, that, is, that is Mashiach and that he's ready to redeem the Jewish people. Why is that even the gay over here? The Rebbe just said, we finished the entire shlichas. You're all shluchim. You want to know what else is there to do? Mashiach didn't yet come the Poyal Mamish in a way that we can all, you know, didn't redeem the world yet. So what else is there to do? So the Rebbe is basically saying, the problem is that, you know, I don't want to catch everybody in their pajamas. So run outside and get everybody to, 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 to change from their pajamas and get ready to be macabre, to get into their Shabbos of clothing, right? If that would be the message, thus felt toys over here suddenly, that there is a person who is Mashiach and that he's ready to be the... Why is that the game? And even if you're going to say, imagine, so I was thinking about this, then I was thinking, you know what? No, maybe not. Maybe the fact that there is Mashiach is already a person and he's here and he's already ready to redeem the Jewish that's not, we don't have to, that's not part of the message of Kabbalah's playing Mashiach, but that makes the urgency of why everybody has to get out of their PJs and get into, and get into their Shabbos to get clothing is because it's not Stam that we're so close. Mashiach is standing here already and he's waiting to be going to Yidin, so it has to happen immediately. But, that, but not necessarily that that's what we have to teach the people. If that's what it would mean, then I think, and it's clear to me, then the whole idea, as should have been before he says, He's building the case, the Rebbe is building the case of why we're holding at the end of the Shlichus. So the Rebbe should have said, we finished already the Shlichus. And Mashiach already received the the Shlach Tishlach started already. Mashiach Tzitkenu is waiting. And Vadayim Loibo. So we need to do one more thing. And what's that? That's to go out and prepare everybody for Kabbalah's Pnei Mashiach. That would, have, that would have been correct. That would have been the best way of saying it. But the Rebbe doesn't do that. The Rebbe first concludes there's a problem. Everything is done. Mashiach is not here yet. Now there's, so, so the Rebbe says, Muchrach Tawad, that there's something else that needs to be done. When the Rebbe starts talking about himself being Mashiach, he doesn't put that into the Hoychacha earlier when he's saying that we have to, that, 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 that it's a pressing matter. The Rebbe puts it right at the point when he's talking about what we have to do. What we have to do is be, meaning this is part of our Avoidah. Part of our Avoidah is there is a human being who is Mashiach Tzedkeinu, and the Rebbe is clearly referring to himself. Right? And he's Mashiach Tzitkenu, he's here. And our Avoyedah is to be Makabu Mashiach Tzitkenu Bepoyomam. And also the extra words Bepoyomamish. That, that, that he's not dealing over here with, why did I have to add Bepoyomamish? Makabu Pnei Mashiach. Bepoyomamish is a very, it's a very specifying word that we're talking about Bepoyomamish. Mashiach Tzitkenu, a human being who's here, and we have to go be Makabu Pnei Mashiach Tzitkenu. So it's clear. I think in the Sikha, that the that knowing and sharing and revealing the identity of Mashiach 
is definitely at the very, very epicenter of this. And, and we understand why. Because the Rebbe says, because Moshiach, if we bring people to be Makabal to name Moshiach, then Moshiach will be able to take them out. In other words, like when Moshe Rabbeinu came to Mitzrayim, and Moshe Rabbeinu came to him and said, hey, it's time to take the Yidden out, it was Negea to know that Moshe Rabbeinu is the Redeemer. So that what? Everybody will listen to him. I mean, of course, Mashiach has powers and he can make everybody to listen to him. But it has to be an oyster of Allah to Allah. It has to be. So as I was saying, Mashiach Tzadkenu now is ready to lead the entire world. We need to have the attention of the entire world. So everybody has to know what's going on. They have to know who he is. So that everybody turns their attention. How do you do that? You do that by educating and teaching. Not necessarily the only thing you can say is to scream someone in the face that is Mashiach because he, you're going to chase him away. Instead, teach him. Explain what Mashiach is all about. Explain how, how incredible it is. And, and once he learns the Indian of Mashiach and he understands it, it will come out that the only candidate and the only person and the only possibility is our Rebbe. So that's the method already. But the Nikudah, that this, that this is what Shluchim need to bring to the entire world, is something that without this, Mashiach can't do his job. And what does Mashiach have to do? Get to every Jew. The agent of every Jew, from the Rebbe to every Jew, are the Shluchim. So the Shluchim, you need to connect all Yidin to, to the Rebbe, who is Mashiach Tzadkeh. Shkoyach Wolf. I'd like to be Mashiach for another question. Yeah. But this question is Dafke because you're not Sha'al Asad. Yeah, I will. Yes. Because sometimes a Bukhar has the meaning is shoved in his mind and he says, okay, there's an Anholo member which is going to answer me about this question, the following question which I'm going to ask, but he's an Anholo member, he's biased, even though that's totally wrong because the Rebbe always cuffs and says, Adam Holo is looking for your well-being. I paid him well. <laughs> <laughs> so, but Bukhar want to hear from someone which is from outside. So the question goes as follows. The Rebbein gave Paraphrasing to the Sukha, Kolo Shaloi, they give everything. The Rebbe Pashat in the last 40, 50 years, the Sifri Chassidus which were printed is unfathomable. Pashat Mekan Mekesh, listen how much to know everything. It used to be you learned five sparms, the ten sparms which was printed, you know the Gans Chassidus. Here, we have no time for anything. So obviously, Kamai Opano Opano, as a Bakr, you have to give everything. Now, Tachel, sometimes going to be a Bakr, which he's struggling. He's struggling in Eon, he's struggling in Girsa. He's struggling in the Shulchan Aruch, whatever it is. So how would you say to a Bukhar like that, he could actually take an Akudah from the Sikha and make it practical in his life and actually make a real change? There is... There isn't... There even one word in the Sikha about a perfection of a Nikolaj Siddhis in a perfect level. And that's, there, there is the idea that you, with your minus and your, your chesreinus, or maybe imaginable chesreinus, imaginative chesreinus, and so on and so forth, you, who you are and what you are, prepare yourself and everybody around you for Mashiach. So, everybody with Every, each and every one of us has whatever it takes. The Ebershtah has blessed them, as the Rebbe tells us a million times, with all the talents and all the kaychis and all the inyanim, for them to have the influence that their neshama is meant to have in this world. Now, the question is, you know, are we using it or not using it? But when we know that the most pivotal shlichus of all time, the most pivotal, meaning the most important element, and which has been built up. Imagine this. This has been built up for three and a half thousand years of Mesidus Nefesh and Torah Mitzvahs and everything. Take the entire weight of all of Yiddishkeit and put it on the scale. And it has to be lifted up. It has to kind of be come to its conclusion. And it's requiring us to get on the other side, so to speak, and push down. And now is the moment. So there was never such a crucial moment in all of history. And each and every one of us is required. And each and one of us is necessary for that. So, we, we, what do we do? This is what the Sikhs say. If, you, if, if we, as each and every one of us, take the Indian so seriously, 
that, 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 that everything in Shlichus is completed, everything in terms of Yiddishkeit is completed, the only thing necessary. And when we consider as well how many people, even in Lubavitch itself, have gotten to a place where they're so comfortable or are learning in yeshiva where we're comfortable to discuss, to discuss this, to, to, this. Not that many. Not many bochren have the fortune, not just to learn chassidus and not just to learn but to actually be open to this and, and be infused with this message day in and day out and absorb it. So the, 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 the enormous responsibility and opportunity that each and every bacher that is fakachten Mashiach can have on the world and, and for the ultimate mission is just indescribable. That itself should give such a chayas of ashreinu matayv chalkeinu, how fortunate, how lucky I am to be alive now, not just to be alive now, but to be learning in Cincinnati, learning in a yeshiva like this, where you're learning this, you're knowing this, you're infused with this, and, 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 and how important, and how each and every one of you is so pricelessly important because we don't have that many who, you know, you the is talking and hoping Ganslavadish. Baruch Hashem, recently, there's been a huge resurgence in Lubavitch, embracing Mashiach and learning about Mashiach. It's incredible. But you, Chevra, and I say us, Chevra, all, all that are in tune with it, have the enormous. Um, um, ability and responsibility. The fact that we have the responsibility says that we have the ability to 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 strengthen this, to act, to 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 uh, you know to change it, to change it for everybody. That's it. We're the ones who complete the last final Indian. So there's nothing higher than that, and nothing more important than that, and therefore nothing more exciting than that. Additional question, Terry Wolf. Yeah. Okay, do uh, one of the times it ever said made Abronim, it was about Elio and Novi, not which is not the last halacha of the Ram. And some people, Bereshit Yeshuma, say there was an order to take away from the Chazaka. Why is it important? We're gonna give it sales perhaps in two minutes each. Uh, why is it important to keep learning the Sikha in general of Chayesar and Beis and Bechlal the Sichas of Ronal and Beis? Meaning, yeah, there's certain Sichas which are attacking Mashiach. The whole Malfun base, what's the importance to, to Bakr? Why should we keep uh, learning? Two minutes. It is so easy to get lost in the richness of the Rebbe, in Halacha, in Haggadah, in all the Indianim, and, and, and disconnect from the Kudu from the, from the inner, inner point. Yesterday, I was, I was I had a Chaf, a Cheshven, a Fabrenian, and, and, and we were talking about the, um, the Rebbe Rashab's, um, um, the Rebbe Rashab's, um, no, the Rebbe Rashab's Sikha, Kola Yoytzel Mechemes Beis David. And over there, the Rebbe Rashab is saying, what Tem Chitmim is all about. And you are the army of David HaMelech. You are the army of Mashiach Tzedkein. All those who learn Tem So the Rebbe Rashab introduces it by saying that we're now after three years of Arla since the yeshiva was opened. So three years of Arla. So what's the idea? I'm just thinking. Now what's the idea? Three years of Arla. What's Arla? Arla is considered a, something is covering. Then you know the Brismila is uncovering, removing what's blocking. In other words, being Megala the Pneumius. What's the Pneumius? So the Rebbe is saying, I started Yeshiva Stamchatim. If I would take a tour and bring people from all over Russia, Greuze people from everywhere, and take them to the old Tamchatim, Tamchatim back in Mubavich, back when it started. And we found out, you boys obviously are familiar, the Tamimim, the Bali Avoid, the Askafias, Chevda that were done for hours, Chevda that were really, really, really they were really, you know, many of them were reaching the, were reaching levels of at least close to Bainini, and I'm sure there were quite a few Bainini in there as well. Reaching in the Halavai Bainini of the, of the myth of the, of the Rebbe Rashab's early Tamimim. So someone can think that that's it. The Ebersh, and what are we about? What's our identity? What are we about? Being annoyed. Being annoyed. And the next generation? What is the next generation? That Friedrich Rebbe's generation? Friedrich Rebbe's generation is to be a warrior. And what's, uh, what's the next generation? The Rebbe? The Rebbe generation? To be this incredible, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, as we said before, Kirov worker who's Makata of the whole world. You can, you can, you, you, you can, so the Rebbe Shabbos is saying, no, that's not what it's all about. Now that it's after three years, I can spill the beans and I can tell you what it really was all about. 
What's my real interest in making this yeshiva? Is because we're beginning to establish Malchus based David, and David and Melech Mashiach need an army. That's the Pneumius. In order to be able to achieve that, we need Bachanim War Oivdim. And then we need Bachanim Balam Asidis Nefesh. There are Oisik and Afatis Atoyavayahamas. And then we need the Chevr and the Rebbe Shluch and so on. But it's all in a Kudah. And if you don't learn Nunalaf and Nunbeis, even if you're learning all the other Sikhs, and you're learning about Dida Betach and all these Inyanim, but in these two, particular two years, the Rebbe, or year, I'm saying it's a little, little over a year, right? No, less than a year. What is it? From, from uh, the Sikhs, from. Uh, from Chavchas Nissen to Chavzayin, yeah, almost a year. In this particular series of Sikhs, you have the constant, first of all, you have an overview of all of Chassidus. It's a very Chloeistic Sikhs. Week after week, the Rebbe is like braiding together all of Chassidus together. Secondly, the Rebbe keeps on the Nekuda and the inner, inner Pneumistic Nekuda. And when we learn it, then we are focused. If, if not, we can become so lost and so distracted, and we can do taka very good in yonim, but not connected, not in that, and in, in that. I'm, I'm not saying not connected, but not in the, in, in this pneumistic connection that comes out of nunalaf and base. Rabbi Wolf spoke about masks, so we'd like to speak about vaccines. Again, without getting into the whole uh, political aspect of it, but let's speak as if the vaccine was actually to protect people from a virus. There's a new virus in the world. So let's speak about two facts that are going on. What happens if somebody says that when I was two years old, I took the polio vaccine. So I'm already vaccinated. So everyone's going to laugh. They're going to say you're vaccinated from polio. You're not vaccinated from the new virus that's here. And let's say someone said I got the vaccine. But you know what they're asking people now? to take boosters every few months, to take a booster shot. Again, not the political aspect of it. The fact is that they're telling people that even if you took the vaccine for the new virus, you still need to get boosters every couple of months so that you're today immune from the virus. The Rebbe's sikhs are vaccines for Golos. Golos and the Yetzirah have all different types of viruses. And the Rebbe has vaccines, has cures for each thing. But no one can say that I use the cure of polio to use the vaccine for corona. And nowadays, there's a new virus. You can't fight the new virus with the old vaccine. So you have to take the most current vaccine that deals with the most current virus. But even if you took the vaccine once, if someone's going to say, I took it already, that's very good, but you, it rubs off. You need to get a booster. You need to get continuous shots every couple of months to keep you vaccinated. If you learn the sikhs of Tavamachos, you get excited about Moshiach, but then it slowly wears off. You forget. You lose focus of why I'm here in this world. So you have to keep on learning it again and again. You get the booster shot again and again to keep you immunized and to keep you focused on why you're here in this world. What's your tachlis and what's your tafkid of how to bring Moshiach to Canaan? Wow. Do you see anywhere in the Sikha how the Rebbe is talking to us in 5782 tonight? A Bakr sitting here. What's two of those? 30 years ago. It has to do with me. So I want to share with you a Hergish. Again, it. It could be even real, but it's, it's at this point plainly a hergish. <laughs> Imagine all the Bochram actually here in this room and listening. Just that's hard to imagine. But imagine the Bochram of Yeshivas Labavitz in Sanadi are here in this room listening to what I'm saying. And I make an announcement. I say, I'm asking all the people in this room to do me a favor that they should leave this room and give over an announcement to all the Bachram in Yeshiva Slabavit Cincinnati about a job that they need to do. You're going to look at me like I fell off the moon. You just spoke to me. Well, I should go out and speak to the people. You, those, those people that I'm asking you to talk, I, those are us. Please, Bachram in Yeshiva, please go out and tell the Bachram in Yeshiva to listen to the Anhola. That doesn't make sense. 
But look what the Rebbe writes. L'chol Rosh, what's the maskan of the Kinnot HaShluchim? Da'apna Rosh kumim you should have an announcement to who? To Allah Shluchim. Go please talk an announcement to all the Shluchim. Well, I'm talking to the Shluchim. The Shluchim should give announcements to their cities. What do you mean where the announcement is to the Shluchim? I'm talking to the Shluchim. The Shluchim should talk to the Shluchim? They should talk to themselves? So people are going to answer. They're going to say they're talking to the Shluchim that didn't come to the Kinnos. Let's say 70% came. Go find the other 30% and speak to them. I feel that the Rebbe is saying the Shluchim that are going to be in Tavshin Pei Beis. The Rebbe said he knew there's going to be a generation of Shluchim of Tavshin Pei Beis. And the Rebbe is saying, I want this Kinnos to be Achrosa to all those Shluchim. To give Achrosa not just to the Shluchim which are here in the room in Tavshin Nun Beis, Achrosa to all those Shluchim. It's like me telling the Bochum in Yeshiva, I want you to give an announcement to any new Bochum that comes, tell them this thing. And that's what the Rebbe is saying to the Shluchim that are going to be in this room in Tavshin Pei Beis, because every one of us is a Shliach, give them over this message that this Sicha, I'm talking to them. It's Klar? Klar, Klar, Klar. It's just so much in Yonah, it's a Last question. This is a question which I struggled with as a Bokhar. Obviously, the Sicha has a fundamental Sicha. When I was in Masifta and Oliteira, one of the Bokhar Mishir Gimu decided to make a big Shturim, and Itaka made a big Shturim on Mitza, making Sikumim on Chaisar and Obeis. And then I'm a Shi'al Bokhar Vasvesif. I started writing a little Sikum, and I hit like over and over again. Ma'uban, ma'uban, ma'uban. I don't know what's flying. I wrote the Sikha, the Sikum, you know, like, so I got away with it, but like, I didn't actually hop in the hair. What's Ma'uban? So, if Rasin could explain a little bit in a practical way, in concise, short, not too long, Maze Ma'uban. Without complications, what is Ma'uban? I don't know how it is today in camp, but when I was in Gain Surl, Tavshinun and Alf and Begs and Gimel and Dalit, the one of the Nyodim of the night activity director, that he would introduce slogans to camp. They were Maimori Chazal or some crazy things, and the kids had no idea what they were, but they would scream it every night. So one year, I forget what year it was, it was Ab Sag. Ma and Ban. And the kids, the whole guy in your cell would scream every night. Ab, Sag, Ma and Ban. We thought it was like Chinese or French, but this is what we would scream every night. Ab, Sag, Ma and Ban. Maybe we could try everybody screaming. We would see that it actually works. One, two, three, go. Ab, Sag, Ma and Ban. Okay, good. Okay. Head counselor. <laughs> so, um,. When I got older, I found out that these are the four dargis of Shem Hashem. That there's Yudke Vavke, the way it's expressed in Oisius Ab, there's 72, and then Ma and Ba. These are all different ways, I'll pick up Bola, how the name Yudke Vavke is expressed. Without getting into the whole Arichos, the way to explain it in the most Pashta Oisius, Ma, when you think of the word Ma, think of the word Odom. Odom is gematria of the word Ma. When you think of the word ban, ban is gematria of the word behema. So when you hear the word ma and ban, think of Adam and behema. Now everyone can understand that inside the person, we are two parts. There's the Adam inside of us, Adam el that's the neshama. And then we have the behema, the nevesha bahamis, we have the goof, right? So Adam is milmaila, is the mensh, and behema is the mata, is the... The combination of Ma and Ban is Dira B'Tachtoinim, Aleikus and Velt, Adam U'Behema Tishia Hashem. That's the idea, in order to have Geula, you have to have Giloi, you have to have the Neshama, Beguf, Adam, Behema. And you have to have a Yichud, Ma and Ban. I'll tell you what with Adam and Behema. There was one time, Ayid, and uh, he had a few dollars, but he was Amoret, so they used to put him in the back of the shul. Right next to the rov, there used to be an empty seat in that show. And when, uh, when a mechubit would come, they would sit him next to the rov. This time, he wanted to sit there. So he paid the guy by $300. And he got to sit next to the rov all Shabbos. But he has its darten, and there's nothing to tell the rov. Finally, he's sitting there all Shabbos. He says, I'm going to ask a rov a shayla. He says, rov, 
I'm sitting next to a whole Shabbos. I have a Shaila. It says, By Mincha, we say, Odom ubehema tishi Hashem. Vas to the behema lev in the Odom. How did the Odom end up with the behema? So the Rav smiled at him and the Rav said, Well, the behema gets sold, try $100. <laughs> The, 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 the behemoth paid $300. So, ma and ban is the yichud odomu behemoth. It's a neshama beguf, a lekus and oilam, dira betachtoinim. And when Mashiach comes, in order for Mashiach to come, you have to have the yichud of ma and ban. You have to have combined both in yonim. Ish, isha, mashpia, mekabel. These are the shemesh, levana. These are the same oisias that the Rebbe says in the sikh in so many different ways. It's basically dira b'tachtoinim, neshama b'guf, mashpia mekabel, shemesh levona, ish, isha. These are all the same oisias to be mechaber, elyon and tachtoin, dira b'tachtoinim, and very, very simple oisias. Like to ask, hope of this, one more question. What is the mashmos of being mefarsh and mashiach? Do you have any maises related to being mefarsh and mashiach? Any geshmak and maises which a buffer could come on and say, oh, I have many stories, I'm just afraid to say it publicly. There will be a lot of unique sachitsoinim. That's not about the camera, I'm afraid that you're going to listen. <laughs> but I do want to share with you a maisa regarding lichyos in Moshiach. When I was a bocher, I remember the first time I learned the Dvar Malchus. I was in Zal, Shir Beis. I started really learning the Dvar Malchus from the summer of Shir Alav Zal. All of a sudden I learned the Sichas and Nal from the summer. I was like in the cloud. So every week after that, I was mamish, mamish. Thursday night I would sit for hours and learn the Dvar Malchus. I remember it came to Vayigash, Toshinam Beis. In Vayigash Tovshinam Beis, the Rebbe says that if a Yid goes with a Toikif, the whole Velt is bottled to him. There's a, it's only up to the Yid. This that the Velt interferes with Kedusha is because the Yid is not standing with a Toikif. That if a Yid wants, he could change the world. I remember I spent the whole night learning that Sicha. And Friday when I'm Mavtsoim, I was still on a high from that Sicha. I was knocking on doors and trying to put film with people. And I came to a place, I was, basically was 10 minutes from, from Lichten, 28 minutes to Shkia. And I was like a 40 minute drive, a 35 minute drive from where Yeshiva was. I wouldn't be able to make it back for Shkia, for Shabbos. And I didn't know what to do. No bus was coming, it was snowing. I remember till today, I don't know how I did, I was under such an influence. Such a talk, if I knocked on the door of a car, there was a guy, and I told him, your job now? is to get me to yeshiva in time for Shabbos. He said, well, he said, I'm getting into your car, this is the address, this is pre-Uber days. I'm the Balabas, Baladreb is up in Vayigash Toshinam Beis, and you're going to get me to my yeshiva in time for Shabbos. The guy says, okay, and woo, that was speeding now, like in 15, 20 minutes, we're in the yeshiva for Shabbos. When you go with the toikif, the belt is bottled. But when, you, when you're under the influence of the sikhs, when you're tacking living with it, it's real. It's, sometimes you read the sikh, it's like halavai. The Rebbe is not talking in halavai world. The Rebbe is talking about it, the real world. Halavai, we listen to the Rebbe. We could trust the Rebbe. If we trust the Rebbe and allow ourselves to live with the Rebbe's Tvar Malchus, we will see that the Gantz of Elt is koirim u'mishtachavim. There's no shayla about this. With live Moshiach, the Gantz of Elt is bottom. Grace of Shaykh Ariatsin. I said at the beginning.